Welcome to the PrivateSignings.org podcast. Hi, Tom. Um, it's fantastic to have you on board and, uh, and speak to you. How have you been? Yeah, guys, thanks for having me here. Uh, I've been okay. Uh, I actually normally, we were recording this on a Friday evening, I, I normally would be doing a, a Star Wars RPG session that I, that I sort of help run. Oh. Uh, and But my friends are all off doing other stuff this weekend, so I needed my Star Wars fix. So that's, that's this, that's you guys. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's just dive straight in then. Um, so describe your path to Star Wars. How did it all start? Yeah, so I mean, I work. So I've been on uh, two films, um, Force Awakens and Solo, and I um, I'm a creature performer, CFX stuff, and arts. But I've been doing a lot of. Uh, so I'm an actor and a, and a comedian. And I mean, I started out a long time ago doing stand up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and, and um, still do, still go up there, still do things like that. Um, I do more kind of comedy acting, straight acting now. So I, I pop up in. I often just play sort of an unpopular man in a sitcom and stuff like this. Um, and I, but one of my first breaks in, in TV was working on a kids show called Wizards versus Aliens, which was a CBBC thing. It was sort of the same team that uh, was Rusty Davis and the, and the team that did uh, Doctor Who. And they, they did this spin-off for, uh, for a younger audience. And it was, as you can imagine, it was, you know, wizards fighting aliens. And I was one of the aliens. And uh, it was great because it was my first sort of proper, I was in this three series, or well, however many series that we did, I can't actually remember. Yeah, it was three. Um, alongside Widley, it was actually Gwen- Gwendolyn Christie was one of the other uh, aliens. Uh, and uh, Jefferson Hall was, was the other one. And then later on, they recast some of them. Because Gwendolyn got, she got, she was doing other stuff. She was quite busy. But, uh, so that was me, sort of my first time getting glued into a costume. And it was quite, it's quite extreme. Uh, so that was sort of 5am starts in Cardiff for months. And, um, and on that, I met a lot of uh, people who ended up working on Star Wars. In fact, it was Brian Herring, who obviously puppeteers BB-8 and lots of other stuff. Had, uh, he'd, he'd been puppeteering this weird bird that ended up, I think, eating me. Or I can't remember what he was doing on the show. Anyway, we got chatting. Um, and uh, swap numbers and let's keep in touch and and the next thing i heard from him was uh he said oh tom i've got this big project i don't know if you'd be interested um, i can't really tell you what it is uh and i just at that point i decided i was like oh, I'm, I'm gonna take a break from creature effects work because it's i was like, i need to get my real face on screen a bit more so i was like oh brian i think i'm gonna pass on this one i've got a few projects coming up uh that i'm gonna work on and he went okay maybe maybe <laughs> then i kind of stopped thought about sort of went what would be what's what's the biggest job that could be uh, and i called him back and went actually brian is that star wars <laughs> and he went i can't i can't tell you if it's star wars and i went okay i'll i'll do it um but i didn't know until i got into i mean it's ridiculous i mean it, i was pretty sure but he was like you need to come to pinewood for a for a measurement and a costume fitting and uh it wasn't until the, the doors kind of opened for the first time and there was, you know, R two D two and Wookies and goodness, knows, like all it was all there, and it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing, uh, yeah, it was an amazing feeling. So that that's how I ended up in it. Uh, yeah. Wow, 
interesting to my story. <laughs> Especially yeah. opening up and seeing all those creatures and droids. Like yeah, well, he knew that I, I think they liked getting fans on board and people who because it's a heart it's a heart you know it's not easy in those costumes but if you love what you do and you love that you know this world uh then it's um it, it carries you through so so much of it and and um, that's what they did they just got a team of, of huge star wars fans mm. uh inside those costumes yeah oh nice and talking about sort of costumes and characters and stuff, uh, what were the characters that you played? And, uh, you know, did you play more than one in any of the films? So I didn't get to do too many different ones. I, um, I think, uh, I, so this will be going out um, audio, but, I, so you went, but I'm sort of, they kind of measured everybody up and I, I was got a kind of like average height, average build. So I, I wasn't the most exciting person for them to sort of sculpt around. Um, because they love all these sort of big, tall, thin people that they can put great, weird costumes on. Um, but uh, I ended up, so I ended up just doing one, one character, um, but they, they were in it quite a lot in, in The Force Awakens. And then again on um, Solo, I was just in this one costume. Um, so in Force Awakens, uh, I was uh, Prashy uh, alongside my, my good friend Detailed, so I know who's been on been on this podcast before i think so i chatted to him earlier today and d's been ended up he's done you know he's you pointed a costume uh, a creature he's probably he's probably been inside it he's, he's done he was brilliant to work with um so Prashi and kratinus were the uh were abdurians we uh, we found out later because when you're filming funnily enough you don't the you don't know they've not come up with the names at this point um but so they're these sort of uh these two kind of identical looking uh brother characters who um playing this board game in uh, Mazda's castle, essentially when they're in that big, lovely, that amazing sweeping shot in the force awakens when they're, in the, you know, so the hands like, uh, all of it, you know, whatever it is, you know, don't stare at any of it, wherever it is. I get, they're going to hate me for getting that wrong, but you know, you know what I mean? And the door opens and then the, the camera would pull in and, uh, and it was, it, that was, yeah. So that was my first, uh, my first experience. Um, and I loved it. And in the end, those characters, I think JJ Abrams, I think he liked what we were doing and we were kind of, he just needed to pull away for a few different shots. And so we get a nice little uh, frame of us playing this game. Uh, my character loses the game, which is quite, I, I always feel a little bit aggrieved. That I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> they, they looked at this sort of, um, what we were doing. And I guess D has this great, basically D's just, he's, was la he's got a great laugh. And even just under all this masks and stuff that comes through. And so I think they wanted him to win and I just had to look sullen. So it was sort of weeks on end of me losing <laughs> a game. <laughs> and I'm a big board game fan, so I was quite annoyed. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, that was the big one for me. And then we, I came back later in, in solo. I, I got offered to come and I was offered to do more, in fairness, um, but I wasn't free. I was on some other jobs uh, and out of the country. And we came back in solo as I think they're called the, 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 the go-to-rights. Um, again, we were, it was me and D were teamed up. That's, that's why I sort of, they went, oh, you know, I know you've got a busy schedule, but do you want to be in an alien with D again? I thought, oh yeah, that, come on, let's do, let's do one more. Um, they were these sort of strange mining rodent guys. I mean, we were horrible looking creatures to look at, but yeah, you'll see us in, uh, sort of in the Sabat game. It was it called Fort, Fort Ipso or something where it was a great set. That was really something. Um, we watched that Sabat game to death. <laughs> My goodness. But we were kind of like drunken um, 
rap guys in the corner having a dance and a sing. So we just spent all day. And you go a bit mad in the heads anyway. And, and with that one, it had um, full animatronics inside. Um, whereas for um, Prashy, I didn't have that. So, so it was quite a, you just hear these kind of like somebody else is moving all your eyes and mouth and you kind of, well, you're sort of, it's, it's much more sort of physical body work with that one. So they were two quite interesting, different uh, characters I got to work on. That's, um, yeah, that, that, that's interesting that you mentioned the differences between the two different suits, because I never really thought that there would be, you know, you, I've seen the pull on, you know, um, prosthetics. I've seen the, the prosthetics that they, you know, the actual prosthetics that stick to your skin. Um, <clears throat> but then, so, uh, Prashi sounds a little different to that. So did you have any movement in there? So when that head was on? Well, the Prashi one, so the, yeah, the Prashi one was, was like a pull on. So it's almost like a balaclava sort of thing and you've kind of and you could with that one it was molded quite well to our faces so you could you'd okay. exaggerate here's me and again on a podcast making facial <laughs> shapes but it was um it, you know it's it, it is just like puppeteering from inside you know so you're doing big things and that's making and, and your eyes are your eyes are seen so we'd have to say so a lot of it's in your eyes and yeah you could shake your head and you could make the mouth move um oh, you could, okay so it's like mask acting basically so that one was yeah that so i've done yeah i've done all three of those in fact so the the kids tv show was a glue on one and that's tough because you just can't that's on all day then um but the pressure one was quite good because it was sort of like if you had a five minute break you could kind of just pull it over your head a little bit you know a little <laughs> we've all gotten used to wearing masks uh in this year uh and uh, it was a little you know yeah, a little bit like that um which was which was great because in fact we were down by a big fire pit. There's a and they don't you know just big. The easiest way to make a fire pit is just to light something on fire. So we were hot in there uh, in these masks. Um, but yeah, so it was the go. It was the solo one, which was a different thing. Which you kind of had to be kind of had to be lowered onto you. So it was almost like a, a helmet had been molded again to your head because you had these uh, body casts made, and then. And then they build around that, so it's a lot heavier the weight of this thing. And uh, and then there's a guy on the side with a remote control, who and, and you can hear it's funny because they can they can talk to you, but you've sort of so your senses are completely changed. So with Prashi, so yeah, let me get this right. So in Force Awakens, it was kind of a pull-on mask, so it was a little bit easier because they could uh, you could hear a little bit more, it's a little bit thinner. But for the for, for Solo, you were really in 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 your own head with this thing, and. Um, I guess a little bit like deep sea diving or something. You end up having to have quite a good range of hand signals. Um, but the, 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 the chap, the, the guy called Marcus Clark, who was, he's a great puppeteer. He was doing the sort of, I was doing a lot of the body work and he was doing the eyes and face. This was again for solo. So he was chatting, chatting away to me. Um, so I'd recommend getting on my well, well, with the, the person who's doing your eyes and face. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that, that is quite fascinating. Oh, in fact, I have just remembered, sorry, I'm, chatting away but uh the, one of the one of the weirdest bits that we could puppeteer in the solo creature was there was like a, a tongue this horrible big tongue that was had a that was pushed pushed in and we could just about move that with our own tongue so the end of that tongue it was almost like a tongue extension <laughs> so that was uh some some <laughs> tongue puppeteering which you know it's different I know, this is, yeah i know it's not... <laughs> so i got that was um it's, it, it looks great looking back at it, but it was hard work, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Jesus, right. So you were using your... 
Yeah. If I had to pick one, I'd, the the the, the, the ones you can get out of quickly for sure. <laughs> they're, they're they're the best. I mean, my next um, question was which which would you prefer actually? Okay, so so it's so a Prashi wins um wins this round basically, right? Yeah, it's funny because I probably had the masks on exactly the same amount of time. There's just something quite nice, I guess, about knowing that if you had to take it off, you could. Whereas you know, I think if you're really bolted into something, you're like, okay, you just kind of have to go into a little bit of a Zen state um yeah. yeah so the sets that you occupied i mean you talked to you you've spoken a little bit about the um the Maz, Maz's castle uh set and you mentioned um uh you know the sabak table set so to me on screen that sabak table set looked really claustrophobic um you know it looked like you were all sort of huddled around and it was kind of intimate is that actually how it was? I mean, how did you find the differences between the two sets? One seemed really open and the other seemed a bit more enclosed. And in terms of performance. Yes, that's true. I know what you mean. I mean, the, um, the Sabak set was, I mean, they were all built properly, uh, you know, that you could walk around them. So um, it was, uh, it, it was great fun. Just, um, and actually one difference is in Force Awakens, but our characters didn't have any weapons or guns. And <laughs> there's a big table of guns. And you're like, can I have one of those? And they didn't. They, but in uh, Soda, we were given the guns. That felt pretty cool. You want a gun in the start if you're a Star Wars uh, sort of rogue character, aren't you? So we were, we'd sort of hold our guns and walk around. And the, you know, the bar was there. So they could do these really long shots. And it, it, it's basically you know, built properly there. So it, they could film it from 360 degrees. But around the table, yeah, the lighting was quite low. There, was, uh, there were various puppeteers kind of under the table. And they did have, I guess, you know, there was like pillars all the way around. And they just would crowd it, crowd it uh, with 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 people, uh, and yeah, and you'd sort of, it, 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 yeah, that was a lot busier, I suppose, just in, just in terms of density of bodies, uh, and because our characters were these sort of drunk guys, and and we had these big glasses, and we were singing and dancing, we had to sort of keep, make sure we weren't thwacking into uh, extras and and the like, but. Uh, People got quite into it. You sort of start making your own mini stories uh, in your sort of quadrant in your your area. Um, but it, yeah, I guess in sh sheer number of people. In fact, because the, the, there's a droid fight scene there as well, isn't there? So if, in, I can map it out very clearly in my head because I spent so long on that set. It's great. You you come in the doors and it's uh, it's kind of the bar out onto the right. And if you go through a door, there's just a droid fight was happening, and then you turn into a little archway and there was this sabak table so yeah it was quite claustrophobic and the whole i guess that's what they, they went for so i'm glad it kind of came across uh, yeah definitely. Uh, but it was it, it was harder to, to move around yeah for sure right. uh, i mean in force awakens i had a seat which absolutely can recommend <laughs> for, for the sitting down acting that's that was the dream really i think i had the easier job first right. uh, yeah Okay. And then Maza's Castle did have a bit more, like, but it was there was a lot of stuff happening in it um, still as well. And, and I think sometimes they they they'll you know they'll often they'll get to a set and they'll they still you know a director will probably look at it and go. I think we filmed on Force Awakens quite we filmed a, a lot in there and you know and you'd have some days it would be there'd be noticeably more people and then fewer and you know so I guess it was JJ kind of working out how busy he wanted it to be. That's interesting. Um, two different approaches, it seems almost. Um, okay, so talking about you've you've spoken about um, 
Well, you've actually kind of spoken about a lot of your the actual experiences that you had on that set. But was there a is there a notable one? Is there sort of one particular day or you know event or you know scene? Oh yeah, I mean it's the whole thing. You know, you just it's funny. You do keep pinching yourself. Uh, you know, it, it there's something about Star Wars that it you know you know when something is Star Wars, if that makes sense. You know, some things are just very Star Wars. That's how it feels to me. Um, and, you know, the first time you see uh, Chewbacca, you know, walk past you, I mean, it, you, it's just shivers, you know, it's incredible. It, it, this is, you know, great. I was, you know, a kid, so I'm sort of late thirties now. And, and, you know, so I was right in the age where the kid, this was such an exciting thing. Um, to actually see it, it's astonishing. But uh, yeah, there's loads of great things like that. And actually when they first started, we we first start filming um that they they often make that they make so many great creatures and they work so hard on these things uh, to offer all these designs and then this this sort of day when they they sort of show them off uh so it's almost like um kind of the jar was showing the droids to uh to um luke at the start of uh, new hope or whatever and and we we're all there we've kind of practiced our moves and they're like, all right, you guys are kind of gambling. So you guys do this and do that. And you could, you've only got like, you can't see brilliantly out of this. And then people start coming in and walking around and going, yeah, these guys are great. This looks great. Okay. I want to see this guy move a little more. All right. What? Okay. How does this work? Oh, I love this. And, and you're kind of going, is this, is this? And then you realize it is JJ Abrams and, you know, and, and the whole cast have come in to look at this menagerie of, of, uh, of creatures. And it's kind of the first time, he's seen any of them in the flesh so he's really excited and we're really excited because it's suddenly the first time we're you know having sort of practiced walking and practiced doing all these things in these these because there's, there's so much um work goes into just the movement uh, of, of them all um so that's so that's a very exciting moment and that's when you you, you know that's, but but yeah pr probably just the first day on set seeing chewbacca seeing star wars things and kind of blimey and not least because of obviously with the force awakened it was the first time somebody had made a film in such a long time it was extra special uh yeah and then when and then when you know harrison ford turned up it was it was good we had masks on because we'd have just been too sort of star wide-eyed i think yeah i that i, I kind of i'm lucky enough to know that feeling actually um being stopped in my tracks when you see him and you're like oh well okay um okay tom you know, you, you, you've done quite a bit on these Star Wars films on Disney or Star Wars stuff, but it's not all you've done, as you mentioned at the top of this. Uh, you know, you are an actor. We've seen you in a lot of uh, wonderful stuff, um, particularly MASH Report sort of sticks out. Um, and if we go to your website, we can see what I, I watched uh, your short uh, four minutes earlier. Which oh, right. That's just something I made. Yeah, sort of. I just got a bit. Well, I love it, actually. Um, oh, thank you. That was that was all part of that was going to be a new Edinburgh Fringe show, and then what with uh, various world events, there's no Fringe uh, in this this year. So um, yeah, I started filming it, which has been which was oh, thanks for watching. <laughs> no, I, I love it. Um, really successful piece. I encourage everybody to go check it out um, if you haven't done so already. But Tom, out of your uh, acting career, your entertainment career, um, do you have a sort of um, career highlight for you, perhaps? Again, it's, uh, I know it's a different... Well, it's funny, you know, because I have done loads of stuff. And actually, you know, it, it, 
getting i think getting getting into getting into star wars is is you know got to be one of the great highlights um but it's funny because i have done loads of stuff and my face is on screen or things where i've written you know tv shows and i you know as you say i perform in a show called the mash report which is this uh, satirical uh, bbc um sort of news comedy show and that's run for sort of four or five series now so that's been that's been a great thing i went out to la and i filmed um for hbo i made a movie with my old comedy partner as part of um, project Greenlight, so the last series of project Greenlight was was i i was the, like the lead it was really unbelievable that's why i couldn't do the last jedi it was fair enough i was like i've got to go sorry i've got to go to h to la and um, matt damon and ben affleck are coaching a young so it's this show where matt damon and ben affleck coach a first-time director to make a feature essentially i was this director i'd worked with in the uk we'd made a short film and he he basically got whittled down from i don't know ten thousand possible directors uh and he gave me a call i remember it was sort of early january and just said i don't suppose you'd be interested in coming out to la and sh shooting film <laughs> you know very matter of fact i was like yeah i probably would i could i could be interested um <laughs> So that was astonishing because they ended up making a feature film out of the short film we'd made. So he showed, just like you've said, you see my short film. What I always say to people, just make stuff, make, cause you never know. But he showed this short film to, to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and all the rest. And they went, we love it. We're gonna make a feature. Uh, he convinced them to keep me <laughs> on board. Uh, you know, still a bit of a relative unknown. So that was an astonishing experience. Um, yeah, that was about five years ago, but for, for all of that, the thing that still gets me the most uh, credit and when people get very excited, you know, people say, what have, what have you done? And I'll list a few things and they'll go, oh, cool. And I'll go, also, I was in Star Wars and they just lose their minds. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know how you top it, to be honest, but yeah, that would be my other best experience. No, that's fantastic, mate. Yeah, it was the whole thing, to be honest with you, if I had a word for it, it's just very surreal, <laughs> you know. Um, actually, it is funny to, it, one thing you don't know, being an actor, let me rephrase this. So coming from sort of being an actor who gets given the script and knows what's going on, you know, you're sort of in this costume and the film's happening around you and you're trying to piece it together. And you're like, who's that? What's going on? And of course, you don't really know if you're going to be make the final cut. So, so actually, one, I suppose the, the final best moment of my Star Wars career is, was going, watching Force Awakens on the big screen and there I was there there was the creature we had this great shot of the two of us me and D uh it zooms right in and it's just as nobody else in the shot but it's just a great feeling then your name's in the credits it's, it's the tight you know it's the the font the Star Wars font so yeah that was that was I mean the whole thing I mean it, yeah <laughs> you can imagine you could pick a hundred highlights from from the experience Tom it's been an absolute pleasure uh listening to your stories and you know your highlights in star wars um thank you yeah well thanks for having me on guys it was good to to reminisce uh what a great time <laughs> fantastic thank you thanks Hi, this is Tom again. We realised when we did this interview, we were so excited about talking about Star Wars 
that we forgot to mention the charity that I'm supporting. So that charity is Crisis, who are a wonderful charity that are fighting to end homelessness. Now, you might know them at Christmas. They do a big drive to make sure everyone is fed. Everyone's got somewhere to stay at Christmas. But all year round, Crisis do brilliant work. And it's long-term strategies to get people off the streets for good and give people the support and care they need when they most need it. So if you want to check out more of their work, they are at crisis.org.uk. Thanks.